Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for selfless sex, and she comes first. My name is Dr. Nick Myers. I'm sitting here on January 12th, and um, this week has been kind of weird and rough for me, especially on Friday. Many of you know that I'm a retired drummer or former drummer or whoever you want to call it, and one of my heroes passed away, Neil Peart from Rush. And I can say I've been listening to Rush since the 80s. And, you know, he's always been a hero or a legend, a master. And I used to try to play along with this stuff, you know, like put on the headphones and attempt to do whatever he was doing. And it just hit me so hard that I, that I found out that he's, he's actually gone. My friends know I'm a huge Rush fan. I saw them in the 80s, 90s, in the early 2000s. And... You know, and it's just like people were calling me and texting me. Did you hear about Neil Peart? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So a legend has passed away. In, in my opinion, a legend, a legend has passed away. So all I can say is farewell to a king. And if you get that reference, so be it. So after all that, once again, just to change gears a little bit, I have to say thank you, everyone, for the support that I've been getting this month has started off really strong and people are still listening and sharing and just doing whatever. So thank you for listening to this little podcast I have going on here, but it is growing though. So just to change it up a little bit today, I want to talk about a taboo topic and I want to talk about anal play and anal eroticism. And my question is, why is it such a taboo topic? Why is it such a taboo behavior? There are religious reasons. People see the area as being dirty. For some people, it's a scary area. For others, it's related to pain. Um, There are various reasons why. But I would like to try to put this little nugget out there and just kind of plant this seed. And the seed is this. How about we try to rethink and and rethink about the anus as a source of pleasure. So let's talk about that today. To get this conversation started, I would like to talk about the various types of stimulation that you can perform on the anus, and mainly internal and external. So external stimulation can include things like oral stimulation of the anus, which is called analingus, also known as rimming, also known as tossing salad. You can actually massage the outside ring of the anus, which also can be pleasurable for some people. And, there's, and also there are various types of toys that also massage the, the, out, the outer ring of the anus. And of course, if you want to go internal, there are various types of toys, butt plugs, probes, beads, such on and so forth. And also there is anal intercourse or anal sex. So it's up to you to open up broaden your horizons and just take a chance and see what type of stimulation that you may enjoy. You you, you may enjoy just doing A, B, or C, and or you may enjoy doing something like X, Y, or Z. But I cannot tell you what you like, of course. You have to just try and, and explore. So right here, I would like to introduce the concept and the idea of being safe. And number one, I have to say, if you, if you are going to engage in any sort of anal play or anal eroticism, you go slow. 
go slow for the third time, go slow and take your time. Why? Because in many cases, if you start to rush through, you will hurt yourself or you will get hurt and you will start to feel pain and that's what you do not want to happen. You are not in a race. Enjoy yourself, take your time and go slow. Number two, I would highly invest in a high quality water-based lubricant because that because if you do not know or i will tell you right now the anus naturally does not lubricate by itself it needs some assistance so i can recommend using a high quality water-based lube and me personally i also like to use um, coconut oil the unrefined um, filtered high quality coconut oil because coconut oil naturally has an, an, an antibacterial element to it, which I do appreciate. And number three, if you're going to use toys, please start small. This is one area you don't want to go big. You want to take your time and go slow, if that's what you want to do in the first place. Because if you go big, most likely you, you will feel pain and you will hurt yourself. And three B, if you're going to engage in some sort of anal play with toys, make sure that they have a flared base. And I'll tell you why in a second. So let me spend a minute talking about toys and internal anal play. A hot second ago, I, I mentioned a flared base. Some of those toys that have flared bases would include things like butt plugs, various dildos, various vibrators, anal beads, tend to have like a little finger hole where you hold on to the beads and even like anal probes. But you have to be careful about anal probes too. The reason I say that is because on my first day of grad school at NYU, the professor brought in an x-ray of an individual who had something lodged in their lower intestine. And he, he asked us to figure out or guess what it was. So, you can clearly see the shadow of this thing in some bones in this person's lower intestine. And we were like, what is it? You know, because it was fairly large. Relatively speaking, it was fairly large. And we were guessing, we were like, is it a is it a rolling pin or something? We didn't, we couldn't guess. So he said, you know what it is? It's a paint roller. So does a paint roller have a flared base? No, it doesn't. So this individual was engaging in some sort of anal play with a paint roller, and he lost it in his lower intestine. So he had to go to the hospital to get it out. So that's why I always say, if you're going to use some sort of anal toys, make sure they have a flared base or a finger loop so the person who's also playing with you doesn't lose it into your lower intestine. Oh, and fellas, I almost forgot about the prostate. Because if you, if you allow your partner to insert a finger about an inch or two in, into, your, into your anus, they can stimulate your prostate for you. And for some men out there, the prostate can provide an extra level of pleasure. So I know I'm gonna hear this question, but wait, th that'll make me gay, or, or, or does that make me gay if I like a, a finger in my butt? No, it doesn't. It just means you like pleasure and you like to feel good, period. Also, before I go, I have to mention something about being healthy, STDs, and bacteria.
because I am a big promoter of using condoms, especially when you're engaging in anal play. Because if you use condoms, it decreases the likelihood of transmissions of various STIs. And also, it's a easy, it's, and actually, it's a very easy way to, to clean up after. And I also recommend putting condoms on your dildos and, and, and butt plugs for the same reason. It actually aids in cleanup. Number two, if you're going to engage in, in any sort of anal oral activities like rimming or tossing salad, I, can, I also promote using dental dams and or saran wrap. Not Reynolds wrap, unless you're into that sort of thing, that's fine. But for me personally, I would have to say either please use dental dams or saran wrap as that barrier method. Because also, don't forget, some of that bacteria can also end up in your mouth. Which is, also, which is a nice, warm, dark place where it can grow. And you don't want that type of infection in your mouth. And number three, probably the most important thing I have to say during this podcast is that it is never, never a good idea to take something that was previously in the anus or rectum and put it directly back into the vagina. Because once again, you are taking bacteria that is fine where it is in the anus and in the rectum and putting it into a nice warm dark place that could leave your lady with a severe type of bacterial infection and she could actually end up in the hospital if you're not careful so i'm including things like penises dildos sex toys whatever tongues fingers if it was previously licking the anus or inside of the anus you do not go directly into the vagina with that that's just that's rule number one so yeah i said it third but actually it should be number one so as i start to close out this podcast i want to suggest that it may be a good idea to use a gentle soap and water to cleanse that area before and after any sort of anal play. And also, there are people who engage in more advanced anal play, so they actually use enemas to remove various matter and just get it out of the way. That may not work for everybody, but it works for them. And also, I have to mention diet too, because people who engage in anal play, they typically know that they have to keep their system moving so they eat high fiber diets and they also flush their systems out with plenty of water. So you may not think diet is important in anal play, but the truth is, it actually is. So in closing, I'm finally closing. So in closing, I have to say, if you are new to any sort of anal play and you actually want to give it a shot, please go slow, um, use a high quality lubricant. And if you feel any sort of pain, Stop immediately, because that's your body letting you know something's not right. I just want to plant the seed again that you may want to start to think of the anus and anal play as a new source of pleasure for you. So on that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned, and I'll talk to you soon.